Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy Hump Day. It is May the 3rd, 2023. May the 3rd, 2023. Hope you're doing well today. Hope you've had a beautiful day moving into a fantastic evening or whenever you happen to be listening to my podcasts. I know most of you listen. Interestingly enough, most people download my podcast as opposed to streaming which I find very interesting whenever I look at my stats. But either way, I'm very glad to have you here. And as I've said yesterday, or the day before yesterday, if you do listen to my podcast, it is not by accident. Of that, I am certain. Even if you are part of our federal government who is stalking Christians these days uh, to fulfill whatever fantasy uh, the powers that be of darkness um, have, you know, to try to bring a false accusation against otherwise peaceful, law-abiding Christians constitutionally sound and minded Christians. I realize what a threat that is to the powers and principalities and wickedness and darkness and high places. However, uh, the good news for us is that our uh, Father and our Lord and our God, capital G, capital O, capital D, Elohim, otherwise known as, uh, known as Yahuwah, uh, won. He already won. Hashtag God wins is very passe. It is uh, very out of date. He won. You should change your hashtag. So speaking of hashtags, so I have a little bit of a story to tell you. I, I sent. I did something today that I haven't done, in it, and I honestly can't remember the last time I've done this because I just haven't made it a practice to do so. Um, but I sent out a newsletter. If you haven't signed up for my newsletters, believe me, they are far and few between. Uh, but when they come, they're they're you know they they come packed full of things. Uh, today, however, was. Um, an invitation. I sent out an invitation, which I normally do not do. It's just not normally something that I that I do, and particularly of this nature. But it was impressed upon my heart to not rob you of your opportunity to bless Father through me, through my ministry, through my work, through my dedication to setting up not just an organization, but setting up a hub, if you will, that will provide for the needs, training, respite, um, skills, uh, skill training, uh, skilled trade uh, training, rather, and as well as a respite facility and training facility for leaders, whether that be in government, yes, (laughs) a faith-based marketplace ministry to instill. How about that? I mean, isn't that what you want? Don't you want your elected officials and those running the military industrial complex to have some semblance of a foundation that is rooted in inerrant truth and actual power and actual solution sets? 
that don't involve having to murder, kill, steal, and destroy. Notice I didn't say anything about defend. Because that is what our military is in fact designated for, to protect us stateside as well as our interests abroad. Or or I should say, even that seems a little eh. But, but you know, I mean, if you don't get there first, somebody else will. So you definitely want to plant your flag in the ground first. But to, to what extent and to what cost? And, and, it, and at what expense to someone else's sovereignty? Amen? And if we were such the humanitarians that we say we are, you know, that we used our benevolence flag that we plant every time we send our young men and women overseas. And the suits don't go, by the way, but they do get to sit around very large and beautiful tables uh, to, to make decisions that will impact your life. To be quite honest with you, most of you who listen to my show have served and or you have young ones who are serving or who have served you have put on the uniform and sacrificed. And for those of you who are brass who listen to my show, then take note. Take note, sir or ma'am, and allow this to be a reminder. A reminder of not only the power that you wield, but but the huh, but but the servitude and, and the awe with which you should be wielding your power and all of those bars and all of those flashy ornaments and colors and and stripes and this and that all all the accoutrements that come along with you know climbing up the the <laughs> the political ranks of the military industrial complex yes you and and there's nothing wrong with that but to to what degree i mean boy i thought the music industry was bad you guys have it really rough when it comes to having to play politics and and really put your soul on the line for some of the moves that you have to make in order to be placed into a decent position however i will say there are fantastic men and women who have been positioned for such a time as this and i know a few of them myself personally who are wonderful that our heavenly father has ensured have in fact gone up through the ranks who will be able to make decisions if they haven't already for certain in the coming days that will be very instrumental in the plans of our father. How do I know that? Because they're God-fearing men and women. And so I, I believe that their honor precedes them. And if you're the person I'm speaking with, then you, uh, yeah, I'm talking to you. So take that to heart. You, you have been called to steward over great things if you have been placed in any form of leadership. You are a steward. So with that, our country appears... <laughs> to have lost its way, as I said in my newsletter today, in my invitation to partner with me to, to bring about a multi, multi, multi-million dollar facility. Already found the land, already have the structures, turnkey, fantastic, beautiful. It's on the border of Kentucky and Tennessee. It is perfectly situated. It will, in fact... um 
facilitate exactly what the kingdom is going to need to facilitate the needs of not only the world, but kingdom dwellers in the coming days. So I have been preparing myself for that stewardship because that is a massive undertaking that will require, above all things, that I operate in the currencies of our kingdom. And what are those? Righteousness, peace, joy, humility, honor, sobriety, discernment, generosity, wisdom, above all things wisdom. Amen. So it is going to require an enormous amount of faith and not just a grain of a mustard seed. By the way, I've, I've come into some new understanding about that and exactly what that means. I, I think I've been teaching that incorrectly for a number of years, that all you have to have is, is the grain of a mustard seed to move the mountain. No, that's we'll get into that another day. But my faith is definitely greater than that of a grain of a mustard seed, believe me. And it would have to be in order to, to, to say, yes, send me, I'll go. But you too have been born for such a time as this, And while you may not be the one that actually packs up and goes, you may not be the one to build the facilities to, uh, to, to ensure that the undertaking is actually secured and, and that it's moving forward. You, you may not be the one who needs to purchase the land or to make sure that the 180 acres of, of, of farmland still, you know, is still functioning and still remains, uh, uh, USDA approved, uh, certified organic, you know, whatever material we happen to be, uh, farming. That may not be you. You you may not be called to farming and to teaching and to housing and to being a quote hospital, uh, and respite. Uh, you may have a gift of a gift of hospitality, but you may not be called to something of this magnitude or anything even close to this magnitude. But guess what? The good news is you too have a part in things of this nature coming to fruition. And whether I'm the one out there with my sleeves rolled up doing the work every day, or you're the one pouring your time, your talent, and your treasure into the vision that I've been given to execute, it's all the same in the eyes of the Lord. So my invitation today was for you to partner with me and to plant a seed in the garden of what I am convinced is going to be a mammoth harvest for our kingdom. And we are harvesting souls. We are polishing gems. My own website says, you know, our father's first priority are people and his greatest purpose is freedom. And you know that's true because he sent his only begotten son to save the world for one reason, to liberate us from eternal death. And that was everyone's sentence, by the way. So I want to read something to you. I'm so grateful to those of you. I, I've, I just came in from, a, from an evening stroll. And I, I just, I'm, my heart is so filled with gratitude for those of you who even gave $5. But you just answered the call immediately. Some of you gave $1,000, more than $1,000. Some of you gave $250, $10, $50. None of that is lost on me, and it's not even for me. It is for me to, to, to follow through on the work that I've been called to do, and I'm not a 501c3. You, you can still 
um, it, it can still be considered a tax dedu- a deduction as a gift to my marketplace ministry, but but I will not be sending you any type of paperwork stating that you know that you do get a tax deduction, and I'm not writing it off as a gift or tax deduction as far as a C three goes. That's not my designation. I'm a marketplace ministry, and so I, I just thank you. I'm very humbled that this this money is going to work. This I'm putting it to working. It's already working now. So your your money, your return on investment, your ROI is going to be something that I could not possibly put in a pitch deck. I, I mean, I can from a business standpoint, and, and I have, uh, and, and will continue to do so because it's changing, it's ever evolving. However, uh, in terms of like, in kingdom terms of ROI, please, but I want to read something to you. I want to go to Malachi. Chapter three, my story goes something like this. I was 28 years old. I had just buried my husband and I'd come into a little bit of cash in the way of a life insurance policy. And I met someone who I thought was a friend. And then I met his business partner who I too thought was a friend. Um, and come to find out the, these guys had a, you know, they were, in on the payphone business. I could probably stop the story there, but they were in on, on payphones and we had 66 of them, you know, for a certain amount of money that they were mine. It came with an insurance policy, which actually was legitimate by the way, by the end of all of this, that was the, (laughs) that and the money that I did get for two years, um, you know, was what I got out of it. But, but up to the two years, it was not a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) So, Right up until the day the SEC busted through the doors and decided that the whole thing was a sham, um, and those, I, I don't know what happened to them, to be quite honest with you, because I took my peace and I came to the Lord at that exact time, and actually right before that, I had come to the Lord, and so I kept my peace about it all. I did not pursue charges against them. They already had plenty of people going after them, but I saw... 65-year-olds, 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds who had dumped all of their money into this thing. And it was right at the precipice of cell phones. Can you imagine? Here we are investing in pay phones right as cell phones are becoming, you know, slightly smaller than a Samsonite bag, right? So if you're old enough to remember that, then you know. And you know, you know. So... So I get in on this thing. I, I do see my exact return on investment, which was what we contracted for for two years, for 24 months. And then before I know it, it's just gone. And and these guys are, you know, facing criminal charges. Um, and and I could have, I could have, you know, gone down that road that others did and thrown good money after bad. And to be quite honest with you, everything else I had was in the stock market that was uh, set to implode years later, unbeknownst to me. So there went the rest of it. But, but the story goes something like this right around that time. When I, when I came to the Lord as a born again, spirit filled Christian through simply reading his word, to be quite honest with you at my own dining room table, no one converted me. I'd been an Orthodox Christian my entire life. And so, you know, I'd always searched, but I'd finally hit a brick wall doing about 100 miles per hour after my husband died, 
cried out to the Lord, and he answered. And I opened those scriptures, and they were no longer Swahili. They were no longer uh, incomprehensible. They were no longer illegible. You know how some of you look at it, you're like, what? Right? I get your DMs and your voicemails, and you're like, Monica, I have no idea. We'd much rather just hear it from you. I don't even know what I'm reading half the time. This is ridiculous. Of course, I always encourage you to go buy a children's or a teen's Bible and call it a day, and you're going to learn everything you need to. It's and don't. There's no shame in that at all whatsoever. It's beautiful, and and you'll get way more out of it than trying to sit there beating your head against the wall, understand understanding something that you're just not able to understand at the moment. Doesn't mean that you won't ever be able to, but it just means you know diligently seek, and you will find. Well, I sat down at my dining room table, and I didn't leave my house for a little over two weeks. Did not. I didn't eat anything. I wasn't hungry. I didn't care. I, I was drinking coffee and, and water and reading the word, reading the word, consuming, 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 consuming. And and at that, <laughs> at that same time, like right before I lost everything, I was instructed to start tithing. I was really convicted to, and when I say instructed, it wasn't of man. I didn't have a prosperity preacher, as you all refer to those of us who understand the precepts and principles of tithing. I didn't have someone like that in my, I didn't even know who those folks were. I I was not part of the Christian industrial complex. (laughs) So, boy, some of that doesn't have any, yeah, anyway. So, I wasn't a part of all of that. But I was called to tithe. I didn't even know where to give money. I had to find a church, and so I, I may have actually given it to the Orthodox Church. I, I don't know, because that, that, that was all I knew at the time. But I knew that I was supposed to start. To, I knew it because I heard it in my heart and in my prayer time. And not even two, maybe two weeks, a month after I come to the Lord, I start tithing, everything is gone. Everything that I put into that, I had a three-year-old child staring at me with big old brown eyes, curly hair, just buried her daddy. We, we are, I'm like, what? I thought I had made the best decision I knew how to make at that point in my life. I consulted with people. I had a contract. You know, I, I thought, well, I, I've done everything I can. I want to be a little bit of a risk taker. I'm not risk averse. Just, you know, my poor daddy tried to tell me, Monica, of course, he was very risk averse, so I was not going to listen to him. Um, but I, you know, I just thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a wise decision for me and my kid, and it's going to be great. And everyone's going to be so proud. It's going to be amazing. And it all hit the federal toilet and flushed. And I'm sitting there at, what was I then? 30 years old. With, I did have a pot to be in and I did have a window to throw it out. A few of them actually. And I'm very grateful for my home that I was able to raise my daughter in and didn't pay a mortgage for four years, by the way, because we got all tied up in the countrywide debacle. So, you know, who stays in their house for four years, but by, by the grace of God, me with my child. So no one can ever tell me that father's not faithful over the widows. Can't do it. You, you can't move me on that. It's impossible. If you're a widow, don't, 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 do not fret. Don't even think about fretting. He is 1,000% faithful, but you got to get your faith up and you got to start hanging out with people who have that level of faith for you as a widow. He will see you through. He will 1,000% see you and your children through. It will happen. I am living 
breathing proof of that. And I give him all honor and glory for it. Amen. So I lose, I lose just about everything. The rest of it's in the stock market. And of course my, my my money manager at the time was like, don't take it out. It's just a paper loss. If you take it out, it's lost forever. And I, you know, I, and I held on to that for a while and then the whole market crashed. And even then it was like, don't take it out. It's just paper loss. I'm like, whatever. Now I have a sick child. I have things to pay for, you know, screw this. I, I've got things to do. <laughs> so, uh, so I took my loss and it was an ugly one. And if you were caught up in that housing disaster, you know how ugly it was, right? But I had watched, this is why I press you guys on Gold Coast so much, especially if you're close to retirement age. Because I watched those 60-year-olds, 58-year-olds, 62-year-olds, and older who put all of their money in that one investment. And when it hit the toilet, they didn't have 10 years to recover. And so when this market completely hits the toilet, and I believe it will, as do others who are actually being honest with you. I'm encouraging you now to move your money as a woman who has lost everything, not as a financial advisor, but as a survivor of someone else taking your money and squandering it. And you know what? The powers that be, who serve the enemy's kingdom, have taken over $4 trillion of your dollars in your retirement funds. Theft, complete theft. And I don't care what kind of a heart you have toward Ukraine and that whole mess. There is no excuse for what has happened to your hard-earned dollars on behalf of a complete runaway Congress, Senate, and Oval Office and military-industrial complex. There's no excuse for it. And you, my dear, are going to be left holding the bag. And if you are close to retirement, this will not be the same recovery period. If you are within 10 years of retirement, please heed my warning and go to monicaprotectswithgold.com. Send others you love your neighbors at barbecues, where the grocery store, you hear people talk, the carpool, you hear people complaining, concerned, popping antacids, sleeping pills because they're up at night worried about their finances, their portfolios, they don't know what they're going to do, their savings, all of that. They watch it just go, 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 go. It's down by 30 to 45% for some people. And I'm just telling you, as someone who's lived through that, and I had many years to recover, thank you, Father, but some of you don't. And we're not in a recovery type of runaway train. We are, in fact, in a complete reset of the economic system globally. So, again, monicaprotectswithgold.com. Thank you very much, and congratulations to those who have done so. So, back to my story. I, I, took, I had enough wherewithal because I had been consuming so much of the word and my faith was on fire. I mean, oh my gosh, I saw David and Abraham and Sarah and everyone in the Old Testament became like 
part of my Harlequin romance of life, <laughs> if you will. Uh, you know, we, I was like, oh my gosh, these people are crazy. I mean, you've got prostitutes and murderers and liars and thieves and oh my gosh. I mean, the list went on and on and on. I'm like, these guys are my family members. This is awesome because I needed that level of mercy. Until I started reading just how serious our father can be, um, just how serious our father can be, right? And, and he is a serious uh, God. He is the only living God, by the way. But but he is not a force to be reckoned with. Uh, you, you know, now, that said, reading the Old Testament, I ran with my butt on fire over to the New Testament because I was like, I ain't get out of none of that alive without Christ. Like, that is not happening. I need a Savior like yesterday, <laughs> like now. So made my way over to the New Testament. So I've been consuming, 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 consuming. And so I'd seen where he had just, if you do this, I'll do that. You do this, I do that. People did that, he did this. People did that, this happened. You know, I'd been, I mean, it was just so simple. It was like two plus two really is four plus another two really is six. And, and I was so filled with faith and wonder and faith of a child. I mean, it was just un, it was, it was remarkable. It was beautiful. It was one of the most beautiful seasons of my life to be perfectly honest with you. And so when I got hit with a tidal wave of what the heck, <laughs> and I had just started tithing, I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait, this is not how this is supposed to work. I'm not supposed to lose all of that money. I just started tithing. What's up with that? I thought you were going to protect it from the moths and from the worms and from the devourer and what the heck. You know, I felt really cheated. I was like, maybe I didn't really hear from God. You know how that goes. And so, but that wasn't true. I did. And I'll tell you how I know, because I took my peace. I did not go after those guys. And everyone in my family thought I was nuts. And I'm so glad I didn't. They ended up being very dangerous people on top of that. But I just didn't have really the money to pour after that. And they, I don't think they ever saw a day in jail. Maybe one of them did out of the duo. I think the other one ratted on the other one. I don't know. But Whatever the plea deal was, I think only one of them actually did time, or either he fled. I think he fled the state of Georgia. But at any rate, um, I, I, the peace that I had that surpassed all understanding as a young widow with a small child, huh, and very, I didn't have a college education. I had a limited skill set. I was always an amazing executive assistant or executive secretary. I, I was always very administrative. Uh, administratively inclined. Now I hate it with a passion, pay someone else to do that, have volunteers to do that. But at the time, that's how I paid my rent, especially when I was single. I processed loans. You know, you know there was a few things. I waited tables. You know, I was cute. So I had a cute smoking body. So, you know, it was like, Hooters, here we come. I'm just 